back to the Early Pop Culture Podcast. My name is Rick, and as always, I am joined in studio by my good friend, my co-host, the Paz Vizsla to my Din Djarin. It's Robbie. You think I'm going to be upset about that? <laughs> He's the biggest guy. I mean, That's yeah. That's me. Yeah, it's very fitting. And also... He goes out like a hero. Yeah, he's also a bit of a douche for most of the time. That's fine. <laughs> I'll, yeah, same. I'll, <laughs> I'm not going to argue with you. Paz was sick. I don't care what anyone At says. At the end, he was sick. No, no, no. He was sick the whole way through. Oh, granted, he was a dick. He was a dick. A massive dick for 100%. no reason half the time. Yeah. You know? Sure. But whenever it came to, like, throwing hands, he was the guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? nobody's, nobody's debating that. Yeah, so I'll go that. All right, all right. It was a good father too. <laughs> yeah, he was a good father for those two episodes that we knew he was a father. Yeah, right. I mean, he didn't do anything. His kid got abducted and that was it. Yeah, and then he let Bo-Katan save him. Yeah. Exactly. He let her save him. Yeah, he did his best. No, he let her save him. He was like, yeah, you do it. I'm letting you. <laughs> I, don't really, I don't really care if he comes home. No, mind. <laughs> if he was good, he'd get out. <laughs> uh, I would ask you how you're doing, but you've already been here for about- Two and a half hours. Yeah, well, you know, um, your wife kind of tasked us with uh, doing shit around your house. It's been a busy morning. (laughs) 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 We'll play a game with Guess Who? And then she just comes in and goes, are you going to do your podcast or not? (laughs) All right. We're like, yeah, we're going to. (laughs) Then we go out to make the drink. And then she's like, can you just get on the roof? Yeah. All right. Sends me up onto the roof because we're going to fix our wood fire in the kitchen. Sends me up onto the roof and- Gonna, you have to feed it, feed the uh, the flue up through the ceiling so that I can grab it. And yeah, we yeah. made it though. We're, we're here now. Yeah, I did jam my finger, but it's yeah, okay. toughen it out. Still what, here, still here recording. What doesn't kill you makes you strong. Doing it for the love. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Guess Who, you mentioned on the last episode that you were up 2 0 last week when we were playing Guess Who in the, in the studio. Yeah. Would you like to tell the listeners how that ended up? Yeah, Rick had a bit of a 2016 Cavaliers moment. <laughs> you know, he, he brought it back. Took it to game seven and, and took it from me. Um, and clutched then, up. Yeah, clutched up. Proud of him. Well done. Nailed um, it. Then we had a game that I would argue had no winner today. I yeah. mean, technically, if we want to say there was a winner, it was me. It was you. Yeah, yeah, Yes. But, like, I feel like because we both- We ran, both fucked up. We both fucked up and ran out of- <laughs> We knocked all of them down and we were just like, all right, let's just fire them off. <laughs> and then, yeah. Um, yeah. It, like, it didn't go as planned, but we got there. I would consider it still a victory for me. You know, and I wouldn't argue with that, you know, because I was there. <laughs> I was there and I know I lost. I can't really say anything else. It's like, yeah, the game was over, but then we kept playing. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So, you know. It was like, um, it was like overtime, but it was almost kind of it was like overtime. next goal wins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was overtime penalties. Yeah. It was penalties. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's probably the best way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and again, once again, came my, in clutch. My shooters don't shoot, <laughs> David. If you're listening to this, you know what I'm talking about. David and I've been playing a lot of 2K lately, and I'm getting like we do all time teams. Yes, you know, yeah, because that's just the best way to play 2K. If you want to just have good players, do you ban the Lakers though. No, because we do random. You do yeah, three. You, okay. you do three randoms, and unless you both get a decades team, yeah, you can't be a decades team if you get it. If you don't like any of the three that you get, you do a fourth one but you have to be the fourth one yeah yeah um but yeah we were playing a game yesterday and i i was chicago and david was the bucks and okay i think i hit two threes that whole game <laughs> i took four shots and like i i took a three open three missed got the offensive rebound dished it out to the same player still open shot it again it was tony kukoc by the way he can shoot threes. oh yeah he can shoot yeah, guess what? Missed it again. Of course. Got the offensive rebound again. Dished it out to another dude. I think it was Pippen. Dished it out to mm-hmm. Pippen. He shot it. He missed. I took four threes in that one like set of play. Missed them all. Says more about you than the game, mate. It does. <laughs> Good really, trade doesn't blame their tools. Really does. <laughs> but, you know, that's just what happens when you play on Hall of Fame. You know? You've got, okay. you got to be good. All right. Well... Let's put that aside. Let's talk about some drinks. I got a third of a bottle of Coke. <laughs> yeah, that's the cocktail corner. <laughs> Robbie is drinking a bottle of Coke that's been in my fridge for four months now. Yeah, Rick said it was flat. It's not. I drank it last week. It's fine. <laughs> Again, it has been in there for four and a half weeks. Sorry, four and a half months. So Sorry. I've got 
I've got my my grape cruiser in my Thor Ragnarok cup. I've got my bottle of Coke. And then we've got our cocktail. The we'll actual cocktail. cocktail. The actual cocktail. Um, the Baby Yoda. The Baby Yoda, yeah. yeah. Which is a very simple drink to make. Very easy. You know, yes. I would suggest that you do get pineapple. I feel like the pineapple juice would have been better if it was yeah, just pineapple yeah. juice. Yeah, we had a, was it sun, Sunshine Punch? Sunshine Punch, which is not bad. Yeah. But basically it's rum, Midori. And lime juice. And lime juice and pineapple juice. Supposed to be pineapple juice, but we didn't have any pineapple juice in the house. So we did Sunshine Punch. And yes. it's not bad. I feel like it just kind of just tastes like very watered down tropical juice. Yeah, but to be fair, we made it and then we had to leave it for like half an hour. So I feel like the ice kind of- Yeah, we made it and then Cora was like, all right, get on the roof now. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Yeah. But it's it's easy to drink though. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I just necked it. Palatable. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, you don't drink it and then afterwards be like, oh, what the fuck was that? It's been a while since we've had one. Oh, no, I'd say it's been a while since we've had one of those. What a decent drink! No, 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 like a drink where I'm just like, mm. oh, that was bad. Yeah, actually, think- it was like three, four weeks ago, I didn't finish it. Which uh, one was that? Can't even remember. Can't remember now. I'm trying to block them out. I know we didn't like the Pokemon one. I think that might have been it. That was a struggle. Yeah, that was a struggle to drink. Yeah, because you know, Rick, Rick's all about the colors. You know, I like to experiment as well. Yeah. Robbie um, had to stop me from adding things into this cocktail. Yeah, because it was a very straightforward recipe. And Rick was just like, what if we did this? I was like, what if we just read what it said? <laughs> what, if we, what if we add something else in there? How about we don't? <laughs> how, about, how about we do anything but that? Huh, Bucko? Rick's trying to add other alcohol. You know, Rick's not even a big drinker. I'm the drinker in the two. But I'm also the driver, you know? So it's like... Again, there has been plenty of opportunities for Robbie to take over and, and make a cocktail. I feel like I did make this one. You didn't. Did the ears. <laughs> Did the ears, yeah. You'll see. You'll see on the uh, the Instagram post that we made some uh we cut up some apple and made it look like baby baby Yoda's ears. Yeah, it was supposed to be lime, but um We didn't have any lime. Didn't have any lime. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe we should play these cocktails pre uh I mean, yeah, probably. Maybe. Instead of just like looking into the pantry and be like, what have I got? <laughs> yeah, what, what can we do? Which is we crazy because you have I'd say you have at least thirty five to forty bottles. Yeah, I got a lot. I do have a lot of liquor. You got a lot. And then I'm going, do you have this? You go, no. Do you have this? No. Do you have this? No. (laughs) Do I have Malibu? I have Bailey's. (laughs) It's one of the dumbest things you've ever said Not the same thing. (laughs) You could use it, you know, if you wanted to. All right, let's let's get into the meat and potatoes, shall we? Sure. (laughs) Well, if you didn't guess, we are here to talk about Mandalorian. Season three of The Mandalorian, which just finished. I was gonna try and do the the theme song, and then I was like, I won't be able to do it. Just the just the whistle. The <laughs> yeah. So just finished the last episode came out what three days ago from recording on Wednesday. On Wednesday, we're recording this on Saturday, Saturday. so two days, two full days, two and a half days. I'm getting bogged down in this. It's not it's not important. We'll move on. It came out on Wednesday. Came out on Wednesday. <laughs> three days ago. So obviously, we're looking back over the entire season now. Share our thoughts on the season. See what we think is happening going forwards. Just want to go like thirty years into the future. You ready to move on? Yeah, I feel like I, I like I've. I feel like what we've had this last, I want to say, three years with Star Wars. When did Mando start? Oh, it's more than five three years, years ago. ago. Yeah, five years ago. Yeah, something. Basically, like that. from the start of Mando to now, we've had like a renaissance of Star Wars. Yeah, you know. Excluding the sequel movies. I will die on this hill. I will kill anyone. <laughs> Find me. But then tell me why you're there so I'm not caught off guard. Um, <laughs> as far as like the series and like, because what's come out? We've had- Book of Boba Fett. Oh, 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 hold your horses. Mandalorian. Yeah. The final season of Clone Wars. Yes. Bad Batch. Bad Batch. Andor. Obi-Wan. Book of Boba Fett. Boba Fett, sure. <laughs> that also came out in that time period. Yeah, look, they're not all winners, okay? <laughs> but if Bad Batch is the second of the bottom, like is, bottom, uh, uh, is second from the bottom, mm. that's pretty good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I feel like there's been a lot of talk about, and we get, we'll, we'll touch on this a little bit more as we get into this with Mandalorian as well. There's been a lot of talk around Star Wars being very hit and miss, and I do think that, like, yeah, some, the, the quality does vary between between products, 
But I would say most of it has been hits. I would argue all of it, except for fiber. And again, your uh, level of enjoyment may vary. We are, as as Cora has been calling us all day since we've been here, nerds. Yeah, I'm, I'll be honest. I'm not liking the tone that she's using. Yeah, she says it as an insult. You know, and not to give too much away about your wife, you know, because anonymity is, is uh, <laughs> a big thing for famous people. Um, but she's a horse person. She's a horse girl. Now, I'm not going to pick a fight with horse people because I know it's, they, they have horses. Yeah. Um, it's but the cavalry. Exactly. They're the cavalry. I can't, <laughs> you know, I'll be fine knowing that I'll never be able to call the cavalry in because if they do, they'll kill me. But a horse person will never love you as much as their horse. I mean, I'd like to think that we, um, we got a horse. We have officially are horse owners. We got the horse last weekend. I'd like to think that her knowing me for the last six years, as opposed to knowing this horse for a week, I still outweigh the horse. But for how long? I'd like to think. I mean, I'm also going to live longer than the horse. But for how long? <laughs> <laughs> but for how long? So I'll play second fiddle for the next 12 years and then- Horses live to 20 years? Yeah, 20-something. Holy shit. Depends on, you know, how healthy they are and how well they're looked after. See, the fact that she said he was eight, I was like, that's an old-ass horse. Like, that's like around middle age. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever eaten horse? No. It's good. (laughs) All right. (laughs) The Mandalorian. (laughs) Would have eaten a horse. Oh, yeah, of course he would. He's a survivor. That's what he does. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's what he has to. But no, so what I was saying about like, yeah, I feel like they've been kind of centering around like a time period of like- mm. um, That in between the sequels and the original trilogy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I think we can move on. I'm, I, I mean, I've said it before on, on this podcast that I would love to see more, like different things. I'd love to go back years into the past and yeah, get some more either, lore. Either and, go way back or go way ahead. Yeah. You know, I don't like- I feel like the Skywalker saga is done, so I don't need stuff around the Skywalker saga anymore. Yeah, and I think that, like, if I look at this from Disney's standpoint, I do feel like staying in this era in this era is dangerous. Well, it's more so I feel like they feel comfortable and they feel safe there because they can rely on the nostalgia and they can throw in Easter eggs here and there and people yeah, go, oh, I know that, I've put, seen that before. But if you put Star Wars on it, people are going to watch it. There's immediate nostalgia yeah. there. Yeah, it's like, I get oh my it. God. I know Star Wars, and then you watch it, and you go, "This isn't the Star Wars I know, but it's still Star Wars." Yeah, no. I get it. I do. I do understand what you're saying. I and I. I don't disagree with what you're saying, but I'm just saying, like from from Disney's point of view, I can also understand why they stay in this era. I don't necessarily think it's the correct thing for them to do, but I do get as like a business sense. I understand why they're doing it. What did you think? We'll start off with this big question. What did you think of this season as a whole? I enjoyed it very much. Yeah. Grogu, I enjoyed him a lot more because he was just more competent. Yeah, less, definitely. Less- um, Dependent? Less of a hindrance. Mm. You know what I mean? Like how Mando is always like, oh my God, watch out. Get, look out. Yeah. Get I got to get here. to the kid. Yeah. You know, And he's still like that. But then when he gets to the kid, the kid's fine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And he's also, you know, partaking in fights and things yeah. like that like, as well. Bro, the last episode when mm. there was like- Guards were like, let's go beat up this kid. <laughs> and he's like, okay. Yeah, if, if you you can try, I if guess. If you dare, dude. Yeah, I think like that's one thing that we did see from this season, which we talked about when we did our first two-episode breakdown of Mando, was that we're expecting to see a little bit of a level up from Grogu as well. And I think we did get that because we, we saw did. him be more of a, a standalone competent character in this. Well, like, especially after he got his uh, like robo suit. <laughs> yeah, riding around in the corpse of a droid. I don't like it when you say it like that. It's basically what it is. Well, is it a corpse, though? I mean, I guess that depends on how much you think droids are, you know, sentient beings. I don't. All right. They're well, programmed to think that. They are, but again, we talked about this before as well. They have feelings and they have emotions. And I was actually thinking about this because uh, Kelly and I watched Return of the Jedi. Yes. Uh, last night and this morning. like we. Split it up because she fell asleep. She literally, she was like, oh my God, I'm really enjoying this. And I look over her two minutes later and she's asleep. And it was just when like, <laughs> it was just when all the starfighters get to the Death Star. Yeah. And I was like, it's about to kick off. There's like 40 minutes left. Come on. Like the battle on Endor was about to begin. Yeah. Luke was about to start fighting Vader. 
Like, this is and, the climax. And, La- and Lando's about to go in with the rebel flag. Like, all right, good night. And, and I was just like, <laughs> fine, I'll turn it off. And I was just there like. You should have just watched oh. it, like finish watching yourself and then watch it again the next no, time. No, no, I couldn't because I, she would have heard it. She would have tried to stay away. Yeah. Um, and I need your full attention here. Yeah, no. And like even this morning, I was like, can we watch it? Because I wanted to talk about it here. I was like, can we watch it before I go? That's why I was a little late. Yeah, okay. Um, not that that changed anything. Uh, <laughs> um, but, yeah, she was just like, oh, yeah, okay, we can watch it. And I was just looking at it for the first, like, five minutes. I didn't even look at the screen because I was like, I don't know if she's fully awake yet or not. So I was just going, like, eh. Like shaking her. Wake up! <laughs> I was just, like, waving my hand in front of her face to see if her eyes were closed. She was like, I'm awake! I was like, all right, cool, 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 cool. All right, pay attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot where I was at. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I was talking about this. Damn. Yeah, I don't know either. Great movie. <laughs> yeah. Star Wars, Return of the Jedi? Great. Yeah, I don't know what relevance that had to do with Mando. Well, we were, talk- we were talking about Grogu and his level up. And then you started talking about Return of the Jedi. Yeah. It's a weird bridge. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where you were going with it. I was happy to listen and, and talk about the lo- uh, Return of the Jedi as well. but Yeah, I, I don't know. Just, that's so weird. I fully lost well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway this is my first podcast <laughs> first time ever <laughs> like a year into it at this point well this is still my first podcast of the day no no as in like oh as in like us doing this podcast I'm, is your first podcast i've never done another podcast i guess yeah. okay all right <laughs> it's not my first episode all right <laughs> anyway yeah grogu got the level up we talked about that we were expecting something like that what did you think of this this series? I feel like Din taking more of a a backseat in a lot of yeah. Events. Well, like one thing that half bothered me was it's called The Mandalorian, mm. right? It didn't ruin the show for me, not even close. Like I still had a great time watching this. Yeah, but it's called The Mandalorian, and it was like the Bo-Katan show for like half of the season. Yeah, which. Is fine, but you know, if I just like I was getting worried that they were going to pull like a Finn and Ray situation on me, mm. like and right now it's end- all about Ray. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was like, why is this happening? <laughs> I feel like they handled it well enough, you know, because Din was always there. Yeah, you know, it wasn't like like even when they're like, oh, Bo's going to go find the other people. Din went with him. Yeah. Yeah, um, he was almost, yeah, it did feel like he was a little bit of a tag along at times. I think for me, when I watched this season, again, also like quite enjoyed this season as well, that it does, it smells a little bit like they didn't know exactly what direction they wanted to go with coming into this season. What happened to the Mythosaur? Well, this is the thing, right? I think there was a lot of plot, a lot of plot points that were either glossed over or forgotten about. And I'm talking like if we go back to season two of The Mandalorian where we leave off with, you know, Din hands Grogu over to Luke. Din is the wielder of the Darksaber, therefore the ruler of Mandalore. Mandalore. And nothing really came of that other than him giving the Darksaber to Bo. And then we have Grogu is back. He comes back in within the Book of Boba Fett, those two fantastic episodes of the Book of Boba Fett. So it's kind of like... I feel like where we left off with season two, jumping into season three was sort of, well, nothing has really updated or progressed. I mean, Din, I feel like it's very within Din's character to not care about the Darksaber. Oh, yeah, he doesn't give a shit. Like, and him him handing that over to Bo, I had absolutely no problems with. Yeah, it wasn't, it, it wasn't out of character at all. No, it just made me he, feel he, like- He even prefaced it by saying, like, my people don't give a shit about this. Yeah, exactly. And he's all yes. about his people, so yeah. it's like- like, yeah, the true Mandalorian, like the actual Mandalorians, yeah. not, not the foundlings or whatever. The Children of the Watch. Children of the Watch. It just reminds me of Game of Thrones. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, they're all like, yeah, the Darksaber belongs to the ruler of Mandalore, yes. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. The Children of the Watch are just like, that's just a really cool sword. Yeah, whatever, man. It's like dope as fuck, And, man. you know, the armorer acknowledges like, oh, that means, you know, you should be the ruler of Mandalore because you've got the Darksaber, whatever. It's just one of those things where looking back at it now, it kind of makes me think, what was the point of, of Din having the Darksaber in the first yeah, place? Yeah, like because struggling to learn to use it. It didn't give him any, like, 
I don't see any personal growth from Din from wielding the Darksaber. No. Like, I don't think that affected him at all. He struggled the whole time with it. Exactly. You you probably could have told the same, the exact same story with Bo-Katan having the Darksaber and just having the mercenary Mandalorians just not wanting to follow her. Yeah. You know, like, I feel like none of that would have changed regardless of where the Darksaber was. So, again, love the Darksaber. I think it's a fantastic lightsaber. I think I said on on this podcast before, it is my, I think it's the coolest lightsaber in Star Wars. Not anymore. Well, not anymore. Broken mm. by Moff Gideon, who we'll talk about in a second. But my, it just, fa- my favorite lightsaber is um, Cal Kestis' lightsaber from uh, Jedi Survivor. They're completely interchangeable. You can change it however you like. Exactly. <laughs> what, but, what does yours do, Rick? <laughs> Nothing. You got a wand from Harry Potter it almost, in a week. <laughs> yeah, two weeks. <laughs> The dark saber to me was just kind of like it wasn't even it wasn't even an important plot point at the end. It was just kind of like as, well, especially not in Din's story. It was just handed over to Bo, and he was like, "Oh yeah, look, by a technicality, you are actually the wielder of the dark saber," and that was it, and that was the end of that story. So like things like that where there was set up, and there could have been this really cool like I was. We talked about this when we did our first the first two episodes of Mando. I was expecting there to be some conflict between Din and Bo of you know clashing ideals and. Who's the rightful heir to Mandalore, and where does this go from here? Do they come together, and and they have a merging of their beliefs? I I agreed with that, but I thought it was going to be like Bo feeling threatened, like mm. Din wouldn't have given a shit, and then Bo would have been like, all these Mandalorians like him and not me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like she would have been petty about it, but she was cool. She yeah, was cool. Bo was Bo was cool this season. Like I really I really liked Bo's character. Bo was dope this season. Yeah, just the first scene when he walks into like. The castle, and she's just like lounging on it. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, she don't give a fuck that you're here." <laughs> she's just like, "Oh, Din, what is it? Yeah. What do you want? What do you want?" Yeah, I was like, "Damn, she really just like fuck you, boy." Yeah, she does not give a shit. <laughs> what is it this time? I mean, she was very much out of like, yeah, she did not care. She yeah. did not give a shit at that point. But like, it it felt cool. Yeah, you know, I'll just the. The picture of her just like lounging on the throne, like psh. cold. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, that's a mixtape there. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, I, I have some, I have some conflicting thoughts about that portion of it. That being said, I have no problems with Bo coming into the story and her being My a main thing driving is, force. I really didn't understand the like. They were like, "Oh yeah, you saw the mythosaur. That's a sign." Mm. I was like, "Yeah, but like, you were talking all this shit about like how the Mandalore." Rode a mythosaur? Yeah. Even, even, like, if it came crashing through the cavern that they were all in mm. and, like, destroyed part of the base, like, we're all, like... Imagine if it just come through one time. Like, when, like, the Mandalorian's getting overrun and it just comes through. It's like, fuck this place. Yeah. Sick of this shit. And then just dips. That'd have been sick. <laughs> well, there's also the other side of it as well is that the mythosaur... Being in there in episode two, and we were pretty hyped to see the Mythosaur. You know, that's that's cool, sick, that's great. And then it just never gets brought. I could get brought up that Bo saw it, but also never addressed the fact that pretty sure Din was dragged down by the Mythosaur no, in, in episode two, like no. when he sunk to the bottom and and Bo saved him. I'm pretty sure he was dragged down. I assume that he took one step too far and then just sunk yeah. like a stone. Yeah. Well, he couldn't see. I don't see. know, man. He I couldn't don't know. see. And he was wearing. Fucking metal armor. Yeah. How do you swim in that? You don't. <laughs> That's why they use their jetpacks. Yeah. I don't And yeah. he took it off before he got in, uh, like an idiot. Idiot. But you've also got Goddamn Pedro. in this last episode, it appears that Grogu seems to somehow like connect through the force or like feel his presence or something because it's it focuses on Grogu. And then it zooms down underneath Mandalore and, and you go down to the Mythosaur and that's when the Mythosaur opens its eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's, yeah. Some, there's some kind of a connection between Grogu and the Mythosaur there. He's the Mandalorian. Look. <laughs> is that I, where you're going with this? I've seen theories where it has been like, oh, Grogu is going to be the, like, he is going to be the Mandalore at the end of all of this. And there was a lot of, obviously, before the end of this season, or Grogu's going to end up wielding the Darksaber and he's going to be the one that leads Mandalore forwards, blah, well, blah, blah. every Darksaber theory was wrong. Absolutely, because there is no Darksaber anymore. How did you feel about Moff Gideon? Because I want to just, just say this. I know I had a feeling in the last two episodes when I was watching him, I was, like, I was getting a really strong Syndrome from Incredibles vibe from him. 
Okay. <laughs> in his fancy suit. And- well, like, he was just chatting all kinds of shit yeah. about the Mandalorians. And then he's like, but I'm like, totally one of you guys. Yeah. Right? I'm basically a Mandalorian now. Yeah. Look at my armor. Give me the dark saber. It's like, yeah. he's talking all kinds of shit for like the last three seasons. Like Mandalorians, bunch of giant pussies. Yeah. Pretty much helped wipe out their yeah, entire race. Yeah. Because I'm kill them all. And yeah. then he's just like, oh, but I really want to be a Mandalorian. But they're so cool. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I have Beskar armor too. Yeah. Give me the dark saber. I, I will. Was like, I was I, like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? I will just say, before we talk too much about Moff Gideon and him sort of fanboying over the Mandalorians. But you felt that, right? Yeah. I don't blame him, though. Mandalorians oh, no, are fucking neither. sick. <laughs> me neither. But it was just a full 180. Because, you know, like, I for, just, like, for the amount of shit he talked, I would have expected, like, the complete opposite. Yeah. Like, he would have just tried to make something to completely counter them. Just to wipe but, them out. Yeah. But instead, yeah. he was just like, I'm just going to upgrade all of your stuff. Yeah, I'm kind of just going to become one of you, but just, you know, like, try and improve. I'm going to be bit. one of you, but kill all of you so it's just me. Yeah. But I did like that we got to spend a lot more time with the other Mandalorians as well. So we got oh, to see yeah. the the cult. I'm going to call it the cult on um, Concordia, where it's the, the children of the Watch. Yeah. You know, and all the different... I just love seeing the, the Mandalorians in their armor going to work. You know, it's and when they go back to Navarro to help free them from the pirates and they're just wrecking everything. I just... I just when they were having the fight against Moff Gideon's... Troops yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I don't even know what they were. Doesn't even say. Clone Deloreans. Clone Delorean. I like it. <laughs> um, like when they were shooting each other, like, oh, they got Baskar armor. But then some of the shots would kill them. Mm. I didn't I didn't know. I couldn't tell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because sometimes, like, they'd put a gun, like, right on the chink of an armor. Like, yeah. Like, between In between the, the gaps. And I was like, I get that. I do. But then some of them, like, they just walk through a door and go bang and it would hit them like in the chest and then they'd fall over. I was like, yeah. what just happened? That's not Beskar. I was just like, <laughs> but like, it would happen to the Mandalorians as well. Yeah. It's like a Mandalorian. That's not how this works. Like when, when uh, Din gets separated with the other dudes. Yeah, yeah. And he's doing that like final stand that's epic as shit. The others just drop. Mm. You know what I mean? Nothing really happens to them. If you look at it, like they get shot. And that's it. In the Beskar. Yeah. And they just go, Oh, I've had enough. And did just there with his flamethrower going like, fuck you, fuck yeah. you. I didn't know yeah. what the consistency was. I guess the there. rules are a little bit hard, like, you know, fast and loose. It just felt like John Wick, you know, because like in John Wick, they have like the bulletproof tuxedos. Yeah. And so like they'll hold the blazer shirt, like the blazer jacket in front of their face, mm. you know, because it's like, ah, bulletproof. But it's like, if a bullet goes through that, right, it might not pierce you. But it's going to fucking hit you. Yeah. You know? But he's like holding it in front of his face going, like the sheet's suddenly solid. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Mandalorians are cool though. All of that to say, Mandalorians are sick. I feel like we could have said that before the show. I mean, yeah. But I just I just like that we got to see <laughs> Sorry, more. So we'd like it, to you know? preface this, put this at the start of the episode. This entire episode. This entire episode, while we already knew this, uh, we wanted to just say Mandalorians are cool. Yeah. Mandalorians are dope. So I don't blame Moff Gideon for wanting to be a part of that. No, I don't, but it just felt weird. My my thoughts on Moff Gideon was, I don't know if we necessarily needed him to come back. I was thinking that too. But also I was like, what would have been the challenge on Mandalore? Well, this is the thing, right? And I, and this is what I mean by like, I feel like they didn't know what story they wanted to tell. Because you get halfway through it and the entire season is about retaking Mandalore. And then the final conflict is just fighting Moff Gideon. And Moff Gideon didn't need to be there for them to retake Mandalore. That was just something which was added in there to the end. Because Moff Gideon could have just been captured by the New Republic at the end of the last season like he was. And he didn't have to have that breakout. You know, like that didn't have to happen. There's just a lot of things in this where I felt like it was kind of, I don't know what direction to take this. Let's just go back to what we've done in the past and we'll, we'll, close that story now because there was also mentions of Thrawn and that kind of thing like there could have been a bigger conflict I feel like that's just them opening the door for Ahsoka well and this is this was the next question as well is that because Ahsoka's coming out did that mean that they had to water down what was in Mandalorian so that it could be more effective in Ahsoka I don't know because like Ahsoka's like more rebel stuff so I feel like it's like a completely different story there might be like some connection you know well, it's supposed to be a crossover in one of the movies that they're releasing, as we talked about last week. Hmm? 
Well, The Mandalorian, Ahsoka, all of those like TV shows, The Book of Boba Fett, they're all going to cross over into that oh, the New Republic movie. Right. Yeah. So there is going to be crossover there. So I feel like there could have been a mention of Thrawn or even like something else showing up. I just didn't feel like it necessarily had to be Moff Gideon. And that's and that was kind of where I was thinking like this feels like a bit of a rehash at this point. Yeah, but I I, I didn't mind it because mm. I mean Joe Carlos Pizzuto is always. I mean he's always fantastic. Fantastic, and he looks incredible in the suit. Like that, that was suit great. was dope. And also, I just want to say I've never been more uncomfortable looking at clones than the thought of naked John Carlos Pizzuto. <laughs> I I don't know about you, but like even the Palpatine clones. Yeah. Like they were just like they were There's just like, like mutated. Yeah, they were like, like gross looking. They were like monsters. Yeah, yeah. So I was kinda like, eh, whatever. When I just saw like sixteen John Carlos Espositos frozen in like back to tanks, just chilling. The idea of Gross. Them, yeah. <laughs> and like I thought like when they opened their eyes, I was like, Oh, they better not get out. <laughs> I was like, nah, come on, man. And then just and then, like slimy naked. Yeah. And then Mando blew them up. I was like, oh thank God. Oh, <laughs> we don't have oh to deal with God. this. I was genuinely like a little bit distressed. I was like, I'm not ready. For this. <laughs> I didn't. I actually didn't sign up for this. Yeah, it's not what I want out of my Star Wars, please. Yeah, God no. I think for me, like looking looking back at this season as a whole, as I said, I enjoyed it. There was a lot of points in this where I was like, this is great. This is fantastic. A lot of the time that we spent with the Mandalorians, even that little training montage where Din puts Grogu into the little dart blaster thing off and then Grogu just caps off yeah. Paz Vizsla's kid. <laughs> the kid gets taken by some dragon dinosaur and they have to go re- like all of that was cool like I loved having that backstory on those Mandalorians and seeing their history and their culture and seeing more of that it's when the story became more of like focusing on the story itself I was like I don't know necessarily where you're trying to take this I feel like the first two episodes that they released and we watched that and like, okay, I can kind of see this path forwards. I feel like it was quite a pivot from that point. And then it was just very much, oh, we're putting like we're putting this together and we're making it work. And like the next episode after those first two episodes, episode three, we got 10 minutes of Bo and Din and the other 45 minutes of that episode. That was like the longest episode of the season. I saw yeah, it was on Coruscant with, um, what was his name? Dr. Pershing. And sure, <laughs> and at the end he ends and up the getting obviously evil, evil girl. Yeah, he ends up getting mind flayed, but that never comes back again. All of that, like I feel like that entire episode was just set up to show, oh, this girl is still here and she's evil. I feel like that forty minutes was wasted. Yeah, especially when like as soon as you saw her, you're like, oh, she's back. Yeah, and she looks evil. Don't trust her. Yeah, yeah. Like she's got that vibe about her. Yeah, like, she, I didn't she, need to know anything else. Like I didn't, I didn't need to watch forty five minutes of her. Tricking this dude. Yeah. Well, honestly, she could have shown up in, I think it was episode, was it episode five or six before they go back to, before they go back to Navarro, where the X-Wing pilot flies to Coruscant and tries to petition yeah, the guy in the been New it. Republic. That could have been it. And she could have just popped up there and be like, oh, this is one of our new recruits from five. the rehabilitation, um, from the rehabilitation center. She used to work for the Empire. And that would have been all of the backstory I yeah, need because I recognized her. And you would have just been like, holy shit. Oh, shit, it's her. I don't trust her. Exactly. And then like an episode later. I didn't later, need 45 she, minutes of that. And then an episode later, she'd be like, yes, the Mandalorians have teamed up. And Moff Gideon would be like, holy shit, fuck. Everything still would have happened. Exactly. We could have just had more stuff. You know? We could have had 40 more minutes of Din and Grogu. Because let's be honest, that's what people tune in for. I tune in for Paz. Well, you're wrong, but <laughs> um, you don't get to tell me what I choose. No, you're for. watching the show incorrectly. If that's the case, <laughs> where do you get off, Mister? <laughs> I will say, in in defense of Paz, his I think yeah, it was episode five when they were rallying the troops and like we've got to go, we've got to go back to Navarro and help them out there. And then he takes the floor. Yeah. You know, you've, got, you've got Din who's like, we've got to do this. We've got to go back there. We have the potential to be able to take our kids there and have that. They can play in the sun instead of hiding in caves. Like, oh, this is very emotional. And you're definitely speaking to the core of what these Mandalorians want. And then Paz comes out and he's like, these the people of Navarro, they hunted us down and they killed us. And they, they forced us to become this tiny little covert that we are now. Why should we help them? And then it's just silence and he's... 
because we're Mandalorians. And it's like, oh shit. <laughs> it's like, yeah. do I fucking like Paz now? That was sick. <laughs> exactly. From that, from that point on, Paz was gangster. Yeah. Even when he was fighting Axe. Yeah. By the way, I thought Axe was going to die. I thought he was going to stay on that ship. I was going to be so mad. Did he not die? No. Did I miss something there? Did he get out of the ship? Yeah. Oh, I must I must have he looked f- away at that ro- at the last second there. Then he walked away. He fully like bailed out of the ship I before didn't... it crashed into the base. Ah, oh, I thought he like Because he was just like I missed that. I missed like, that. He called them he called down to them. He was like, get everyone out. I'm gonna crash the ship into the base. And then he like set it all up and then he flew out and everyone got out. I missed that. Because like, I was like oh 15 my God. seconds, I missed that. Because I was like, oh my god, Paz has sacrificed himself. You know and what? now Axe is gonna sacrifice himself. That would have been when I got went to go get my food out of the microwave. You didn't pause it? Nah. My bad. Oh my god. My bad. <laughs> what the fuck? I thought Axe was dead. <laughs> I thought he went down with the ship. What the fuck? No, because he even like he was sitting in like the control seat and he just like looks to the side, pops. Pops the window open, like just shoots it open, puts mm-hmm. his helmet on, and then just as it's about to crash, it just flies out. Yeah, okay. It's epic. All right. I'll take you away. And for then it. Grogu's there, like protecting them from the flames. I literally, I like teared up a little. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, look at him go. I was so proud. He's protecting his daddy. <laughs> I was so happy. I was just like, man, look at this kid. Yeah. Cause like you could see, um, fucking. Like, Bo puts a little shield in front of yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> a little and tiny was, shield. And I was for, I, like, that is not doing anything. Have you watched the Fast and Furious movie where, like, they block the nuclear no. blast from Vin Diesel's character? They park their cars in front of him. Like, he, he goes like this. He's standing on an, they're on an ice lake, and there's a nuclear sub. It blows up. They're, like, 200 meters away from it. Obviously not far enough. Obviously dead, yes. And... He's like just standing there and he just goes like, puts his arm in front of his face, like to like, to protect himself. And then like three cars all just come out of nowhere, park in front of him and it shields him from the blast. Of course it does. Yeah. That's what I thought was about to happen with fucking Bo-Katan's shield (laughs) the size of a dinner plate. I was like, if that's what happens, I'm mad. And then like half a second later, you just see Grogu like holding all the flames yeah. back like um like Kanan from yes from rebels yeah big rebels callback there yeah and i was just like oh my god i love this <laughs> i love this so much just um just cried again because i realized kelly's never gonna watch it <laughs> anytime a star wars show does something good i'm just like god damn man just you brought up um Fast and Furious there for a second just taking a little sidestep here but did you see the interview that vin diesel did recently and he was saying that he wouldn't mind doing a Fast and Furious movie with dinosaurs. Fuck's sake. The dude is, I, I feel like at this point he's completely lost the plot and someone has to stop him. He's just like, <laughs> they're like, oh, so what, what do you think for your next episode? And he's like, I don't know, man. Maybe we can uh, do something with dinosaurs. What if, what if, what if Fast and Furious was in uh, The Last of Us? Yeah. What if Fast and Furious was set 65 million years ago? So I'm thinking we drove so f- we f- we found the DeLorean <laughs> yeah. from Back to the Future. Yeah, the dude is insane. He needs to be stopped. He's unhinged. It's I can't I can't I can't deal with it anymore. You know man. what's crazy? I'd, You'd watch it. I'd watch it. <laughs> <laughs> you're, watch like, the- you're sitting there like, yeah, Rick's Rick's real mad about this, but I kind of love this. No, like, I don't like I- it. <laughs> um, I'm not into the idea. I totally watch this. But I'd watch the shit out of that movie. <laughs> I kind of want to watch 65. The new Adam Driver movie? Yeah, I tried. I watched the trailer and I just didn't get it. Yeah, I yeah, I haven't really seen much about it, but I'm intrigued. But sorry, I just I'm I know I'm like jumping from thing. No, to it's thing okay. Now. Adam Driver Star Wars. We're still close. Adam Driver is rumored to be Reed Richards in the Fantastic Four in the MCU. I'm, I saw that. I'm down for that. Mm. I'm down for that. That's kind of cool. It's not Krasinski. I feel yeah, because I, I feel like Krasinski would be too much of the um, he'd be too much of the the friendly family guy. For the family. Oh, man. so what you want? You want like I want. I want. You want like abuses his wife. Not abuses his wife. I want <laughs> like is just stuck in the lab all the time, not thinking about anything else, and just constantly focused on the solutions and not necessarily his family. I want Dick Reed Richards. So you want abuses his wife? He doesn't abuse his wife. He neglects his wife. He abuses her. I don't want him to abuse his wife. I want him to be. Why do you want him to abuse his wife? I didn't <laughs> say I wanted that. I'm just. I'm just. 
Just reading into what you're saying. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't. Nec- I don't need a Reed Richards that's like lovable and affable. I want Dick Reed Richards. I mean, that is the smartest Reed Richards. Yeah, you know? I feel like that's. I feel like that's the most compelling Reed Richards. Like that's the Reed Richards that he's like, yeah, I'm here to solve a problem, but in him solving that problem causes more problems. And it's like, yeah, well, cool. We can do more of that instead of him just being like. I feel like John Krasinski would be too much of that. Like, oh, I'm a superhero. Super dad, lovable goofball. My family comes first. Yeah, I don't need that. I don't, there's enough of that in the MCU already. But anyway, the Mandalorian. We'll talk. We'll go back to the Mandalorian now. What do you think about the ending of this story? Where this leaves Din and Grogu? Because officially adopted. I mean, he's been his son for the last at least yeah two seasons. <laughs> when they said when he's like, "What if I adopt him?" I was like, "Isn't he?" Already? Haven't you already? Yeah, I was just like, "Didn't." <laughs> I swear you did, but no. Like, I feel like this is splitting hairs now, guys. Yeah. Like, this is just semantics at this point. I swear two episodes ago you said, my boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, officially adopted. He's it looks like he's kind of retired, but he's taking he's taking up work with the New Republic now, hunting down the last remnants of the Imperials, which we know doesn't work out because we know that it ends up, ends up being the New Order. Well, I mean, he might be doing good, but everyone else is just doing shit. Everybody else in the New Republic is incompetent, as we are aware. Leia. <laughs> Poor Leia. No, I, I was- No, 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 I heard you. I didn't say anything about Leia. You said the New Republic. No, they didn't let Leia take over because she was running for Senate and they found out that her dad was Darth Vader and they kicked her out. That's like part of like the extended canon. I don't know if you've seen that. No, but it's completely fair enough. I mean, I can understand the general public not wanting that. Yeah. <laughs> like- if that came out in like our government, um, imagine that in like America, yeah. it's like some dude's running for like a political party. He's it's running like, for prime minister, but it's his like, dad's oh, but project. he, he, uh, it's Dennis Rodman. He hangs out with Kim Jong Un. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, ah, uh, probably not. Yeah. But also, Dennis Rodman isn't like, you know, okay, fine. A revered general that saved the galaxy. He's an insane person that played basketball. Okay. Sure. Uh, I don't, we, we don't, do we have heroes nowadays? <laughs> I feel like the whole point is- Is anybody good these days? I feel, I feel like the whole point is that they're like kind of kept a secret. Because yeah. Because otherwise, you know. I don't uh, know. Yeon Mi Park. I don't know who that is. She's like a, a chick that escaped North Korea. Okay. She's her, she's his daughter. Okay. She's not actually, but I'm saying that that could have been- If she like, is. She's yeah. A, she's I mean, you would definitely be suspicious of them, right? Don't. Yeah. I don't know. I'm scared about what I just said. <laughs> Saying that she's his daughter. She's not. Like, we need to, yeah, it's on the record. She's not. Yeah. <laughs> You're like sweating over there. Relax. So, I mean, North Korea also, isn't coming for you, man. No, nah, it's not them. I'm worried about. <laughs> <laughs> it's also warm in here. Don't deny it. <laughs> the air conditioning should be on. Anyways, Mando and, and Grogu. I liked, I liked how it ended. Cause like, I liked the happy ending. Yeah, well, like, Grogu's just, like, playing with a frog. Yeah, practicing Mando, his Mando's just, like... Chilling hey, on the porch. chilling on the porch, like, ah, uh, <laughs> a little scamp. Kicking back for a little bit. Like, yeah. a, well, a well-deserved I like it. He's say. got his little house in Navarro. He's got his ship parked outside. And he's also, like, officially, in quotation marks, one of the good guys now because he's working with the New Republic as well. You yeah. know, he's not just, like, a mercenary that's doing his own thing. Kind yeah, of exactly. He's like, yeah, now that I've got the kid, I'm just... Trying to do some good work. It's yeah. like, you knew what you were doing? Yeah. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah, I, I'm happy with that. I, I would also say that if we didn't get another season of Mandalorian, I would be happy with that being there. And I feel like the way that they finished it has to be the end until we get that movie. I feel like we're going to get more Mandalorian. Like, I, I, I'd be okay with seeing him in other stuff. I don't want another season of his show. I think we're going to get another season, personally. <sighs> I feel like it's... Too much of a cash cow for them not to bring back. No, because you know that they're going to have to bring Thrawn into it. Yeah. You know, I don't want Mando to be around Thrawn. Why? Because it's just- like, It's just too dangerous. I want, them, I want them to be safe and happy. <laughs> it's just a really big plot in Star Wars. Yeah, you know it is. I mean? Yeah. I'd rather let Ahsoka take care of it. Let her try again. But he's going to be involved. In, we know he's going to be involved in that. Mm. Like, it's basically confirmed that he's going to be involved. No. <laughs> Stop. All right. Well, moving on from here, what are your thoughts with Star Wars as a whole? Because there has this has been- Scared for our future. We're relatively happy. Like, 
positive on what this season has been. Mm-hmm. It has been quite mixed in its reception. And I'll just speak on this a little bit just from what I've seen online and different podcasts and things like that that I've listened to, that a lot of people have been very, not necessarily like I wouldn't say 100% negative, but have been very down on this season as a whole. Yeah. Um, well, you know me. I don't look at that stuff. So <laughs> I kind of just go off of what I'm feeling and what you say. Yes. I liked it. <laughs> yeah. Well, this thing, like, like, I, my mate was like, he was com- like, cause I'd watch it. And I'm like, dude, have you watched it yet? He goes, oh, yeah, no, I haven't. And he goes, please tell me it's at least 40 minutes. And if it wasn't, he'd be like, oh, come on, man. I was like, bro, <laughs> what? If it's good, it's good. Just watch it, you know? Yeah. I get a lot of people didn't like the third episode, the science mm-hmm. episode, which is fine, you know? Cause a lot weird. of people hated episode six as well. Which one was that? Episode six is where they went to that planet where the Mandalorians were working as the mercenaries. Oh, with Lizzo and Jack Black? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get that one. I, look, I was taken out of it for a second where I saw Jack Black. I was like, hold, hold on. Like, in my notes, I've got written down, what is Jack Black doing here? See, and I was then, taken out of it when I saw Lizzo. Well, that was my to, very next note. Because to like, me, like, Jack, like, if I see Jack Black anywhere, yeah. I'm just like, sure. Ah, it's Jack Black. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. it's also, he's an actor. You know, he's supposed to be in, in TV and movies. No, but it's so. like, I saw a- uh, like a uh, fucking like a Reddit post or whatever. Yeah. And it was like, Jack Black is like the one dude, if I saw anywhere, I wouldn't question it. Like if yeah. I got abducted by aliens. And, and he was just, also there. And he was just on the ship, just walking around, high-fiving dudes. I would be like, oh, that's classic Jack Black. I fully, <laughs> I fully agree with that. Like if I saw Jack Black in anything, anywhere. Yeah. I'd be like, of yeah. course he is. Makes sense. Why wouldn't he be? Yeah. Lizzo though, I was like, Catches you off guard. Well, I was just like, this isn't, she knows this isn't Marvel, right? Yeah. I feel like Marvel's the thing that, I think it's only because of Megan the Stallion that I'm thinking this. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But I'm like, does she even, because I believe that Jack Black is a Star Wars fan. And oh, of course. I'm, and I'm yeah, not yeah. saying Lizzo isn't, but is she? Yeah. Who knows? You know? Yeah. It was Cause like Jack Black's at least an actor. Lizzo is, an, is a singer, a performer. Yeah. Yeah. So like she, I feel like she would have like asked to be on it. Hmm. So I'm just like, what? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It was, it's, it's one of those things for me where, like I said, it, it sort of caught me off guard a little bit. It didn't ruin the episode for me, but no. there was, I saw a lot of people and I guess like the same kind of critiques that we've brought up in regards to the dark saber of like, that's a plot point that probably didn't need to be in there anymore, but just that whole, you know, Bo-Katan rocks up to the mercenaries, they have their little fight, and then Din just hands her the, the Darksaber. I also don't remember what happens in that episode because they're like, you need to do something for us. What the droids. They- the the droids, droids are like going haywire, so they have to... You've got the... I loved the scene where the super battle droids were unloading at the dock and Din is just kicking them as they walk past. He's like just this salty old man that hates droids. Kind of Bo and him playing good cop, bad cop. But he's just like kicking droids as they walk past trying to find the bad one. The one thing that I really liked about that episode and why I thought watching that episode, I was like, oh, we're still going to get a little bit of that. Maybe Din becomes the leader. Maybe Bo becomes the leader is that you see Din's like diplomacy and his skills throughout the entirety of that episode as well. It wasn't just all about, because I I saw a lot of people complaining, oh, this is just the Bo-Katan show now. But you also saw how competent Din was when they were talking to the Ugnaughts and he was doing his, you know, nobody... Nobody is saying that your your work is faulty yeah, you guys at are all. Right, but we need to find this. This is the way. Yeah, not this is the way. I, have, so spoken. I have spoken. I have spoken, and then they were all like, "Yeah, this is our guy. This yeah. is our this is our guy." Like he was showing how that good also he made could me be. a little like sad because it just made me think of the dude. Quill? The f- yeah, yeah. I was just like, no, bro, he's my guy. Sick. He that old dude reminds me of a guy that I worked with. Oh really? Yeah, <laughs> just a little cute old man. Yeah, so I was just like, oh. <laughs> but yeah, like that that episode. And that's episode six. You know, we had two episodes that come after that. But that episode, I was still looking at that being, well, yeah, you can see how these these two characters are conflicting in the sense that one's good at this, one's good at that. Like, they bring different things to the table. But then at the end of that, Din was just handing over the dark saying, we're like, I don't want any part of this, which, as we said, this is but that was completely also, in line with his character. Yeah, that's, it was also like, people were like, oh, he's just given up. I was like, that's totally like his call. He's he like, doesn't care. He just like, wants him and Grogu to be yeah, safe. Yeah, he's just like, I don't give a shit about none of this. Like, yeah. yeah, I want us to retake Mandalore for sure. But as far as it's like who's in charge thing, as long as it's a Mandalorian, I don't care. Yeah. 
So it was it was one of those things where like I feel like my my expectations and what I thought was coming out of that episode were shattered in the exact same episode. And I was like, oh okay, but that's like again still within character. Just didn't fit what I thought this episode was going for. It just felt a little bit sort of like tonally clashing. And the the information that they were giving us wasn't necessarily lining up with where the end point was. I'll be honest. I did enjoy Jack Black and Liz. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, I fucking love like, Jack Black. Because Jack Black used to work for the Empire. <laughs> and Liz was like, we fell in love. And I was just like, what the fuck? Dude, I've been trying to convince Cora to go watch Mario with me for like four weeks. And that's purely because Jack Black's in it and I want to see Jack Black. I just want to hear Seth Rogen do his donkey. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, I feel like, I, again, I asked the question, what do you think of the future of Star Wars coming out of this? I feel like they need to figure out exactly the direction that they want to go for these future properties. And they, have, luck with that. they have a clear idea of what they want to achieve from it. Because that was the only thing for me that throughout this, this season of TV was like, I just get the sense that they haven't nailed down where they want to go yet. Yes, I know. I get that. I get that. Mostly because of like things like the mythosaur, because I feel like they were hinting so hard at that. Exactly. To be like, yeah, the true leader of Mandalore. You know. So I was like picturing either Din or Bo riding mythosaur, or or, no, (laughs) Um, holding the dark saber. That's the only reason I didn't picture Grogu is because he's holding. If it was just Grogu riding the mythosaur, I get it, but like. I feel like if you're riding the mythosaur, you need the dark saber. Yeah. Like, let's go. Yeah. And also that scene when they're flying in and then Bo just pulls out the dark saber. Oh, yeah. Flying, I was like. And then the, the armor just starts crushing skulls with her and her hammers and stuff. Yeah. Like, but you got to remember that's Beskar shit. So she's hitting Beskar with Beskar. I was just like, damn. All right. Well, I would, by the way, I would rather be killed by the dark saber than. The armor is then bashed over their head with a hammer. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cut clean in half. Yeah. Barely feel it. Or like die from severe just, concussion. Yeah, <laughs> just internal bleeding. My skull is caved in completely. Did you know that my helmet is actually in my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's finish up there. What is your rating for this season? Oh, shit. No, you go first. All right. I'm happy to go first. No, I want to go first. Okay. <laughs> happy to let you go first. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm happy to go wherever you're comfortable. Home. Ah, <laughs> shit. Um, my rating. So it's not fair because I'm still on the high of the last two episodes. The last two episodes were good. Yeah. Um, first two episodes were good. Last two episodes were good. The only episode that I didn't enjoy Three? was the third one. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like it served its purpose, but it was just way too long. You mm. know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. You give it maybe like a seven, just a flat seven. Just a flat seven? Six point eight. Six point eight? No, nah, seven. <laughs> no, nah, I don't know. I don't know. Cause I don't want to put it too high. Because of that third episode. That third episode for me really brought it down. Yeah, but how many points is one episode taking out of an eight-part season? Okay, we'll look at it this way. If we do it out of eight instead of ten, they lost a point right there. Okay. okay. And then the fluidity of the, the show, you know, like with the yeah things. So they bring it down a half point. Okay. <sighs> That's still too high. <laughs> is it? No. Do you not- want me to go? No, shut up. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like you should have thought about this beforehand. You're working this out in real time here. Give it an eight. I'm going to give it an eight. You're going to give it an eight. This season, eight out of ten. Eight. 81 out of 100. Do you want me to give it an 8.1? No, just give it an eight. All right. Eight? 8.1. I'm giving it an eight. You're locked into eight. No, point one. Eight point one. Point one. All right. Yeah. It's done. It's on paper now. That's fine. It's written in. It's not on paper. It's on your computer. Yeah, but it's saved. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I totally like saved it on five hard drives, dude. Um, I'm going 7.5. That's fine. Yeah. I think- I, 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 feel, like, I feel like the the jumping of story points and the meshing of them together bothered you a lot more than it bothered yes. me. Yes. Yeah. And that, that's the thing. Like I want- 
I feel like they I want it to be perfect. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't watch something and say I want this to be shit, right? Yeah, but how many times do you watch something and not feel let down that it wasn't perfect? I mean, yeah, not let down. I'm also not let down by this. There's just points of it where I'm like, that could have been better. That could have been a little bit more concise or that could have been cleared up. Like, I'm not actively disappointed in it. It's still a 7.5. That's a good score. See, so, uh, I'm happy with Din. Happy with Grog. Happy with Bo. Mm-hmm. Stoked with Paz. <laughs> got the, he got the ending he deserved, yes. I'm fucking stoked with that. <laughs> um, I'm happy with the Mandalorians that come back. Mm-hmm. The night owls, the night owls, yeah. The Mandalorians that were just chilling on Mandalore, that was cool. Yeah, Did you see one of them had a um a super battle droid for a uh, his he- this a super battle droid's head for his shoulder pauldron. I didn't. That was sick. That was I, really I just cool. saw that they had like capes, <laughs> like because mm. when they flew off the barge, yeah, I could see the cape. I was like, oh, like when when they first did it. I was like, oh, this guy's going to be beast. And then they're, they're like homeless. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was Looking just, real ratty. I was just like, mm. Not what I was expecting. Not what I thought. <laughs> All right. Do you want to give an MVP? It's got to be Din. Yeah? yeah. I was going to say Bo. Nah. I feel like Bo. Couldn't have done it without Din. Yeah, but also. Bo carried like. Bo carried the story. Bo carried the story, but without Din, she wouldn't have been able to. Like, even in that like last episode, she's like. I can't, I can't like lead these people, blah, 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 blah. And he was the one there going like, look, I'm here for you, right? Baby. I believe in you. A lot of sexual tension right there. There was. <laughs> Grogu calling you mom. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like while Bo was carrying the story, it was through the support of Din that she was able to do it. I'll be honest, I feel like one of the other reasons why I'm not giving this a higher score is because we didn't get enough Din, personally. That's fine. And not, and not enough of, like, Din being Din either. Like, a lot of, like a lot of him well, there- you wanted him to take his helmet off? I would have loved him to take his but helmet off. But then he off. wouldn't be a Mandalorian! Yeah, as far as the children of the Watch are concerned, but there's but other sects of the Mandalorian. That's his people. I know, I get it. I understand. Do you? I understand Does that you? that's his culture. Is he sure? But there's For other real? aspects of that. Nah, man. Yeah. Nah, player. 100%. Shut up. Fool. I'm going with Bo. You can go with Din. That's fine. I'm going with Bo. Yeah, I already went with Din. That's fine. Right. I don't need you to tell me who I can go with because I went with it. Ah, it's cool. Can you get off my back? Stop getting so hostile. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll finish it up. Have you got us a recommendation for this week? Oh, shit. I did. Hold on. Wait a minute. Have I recommended House of the Dragon? No. Bam. <laughs> All right, my recommendation is House of the Dragon. If you have watched Game of Thrones, if you haven't, it's still a good show because it takes place about 100 years before the um, first season of Game of Thrones. It's dope. It's really dope. By the end of it, you're kind of like, oh, my. It's only one season. Mm. I think it's like nine episodes or ten. Yeah. But it spans like 20 years. In the one season? Yeah, because they have, like, different actors playing the same character, but they at do. different times of their life, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, in the start, the main the main character, she's, like, 12. Okay. By the end of it, she has, like, a 16-year-old son. Okay. <laughs> All right. You know, I'm just, like, that's just, I mean, to be fair, they have kids young. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? Matt Smith's in it, isn't he? He is, and he is great. Yeah, cool. A little weird. A little weird. Uh, but that's but it's Game of Thrones. But it's Game so, of Thrones, yeah. you know. Um, it's kind of to be expected. Yeah, I yeah. If you have binge or Foxtel or whatever, like HBO, you know, yeah. watch House of the Dragon because it's bloody good. I mean, I and yeah. If you like, if you like Game of Thrones, you're like, oh yeah, they needed more dragons. Guess what? <laughs> have I got the product for you? Guess the fuck <laughs> what? And the I'm just saying, the dragons in this kick ass <laughs> compared to. Like, if I had to put the three dragons from Game of Thrones against two of the dragons from House of the Dragon, House of the Dragon wins. Because they've got, like, the biggest dragon in the land. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He's, like, huge, yeah. huge. He's, like, the size of a castle. Okay. It's great. <laughs> I like how you just, like, sold it like an infomercial. You're like... Did you watch Game of Thrones but thought, this needs more dragons? (laughs) (laughs) I wish I did that on purpose. (laughs) 
It's just like this is playing at one o'clock on GWN. <laughs> Seven, mate. <laughs> Trying to watch the cartoons. All right. House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon. It's fucking top. Matt Smith. Love him. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, we'll wrap it up there. We'll leave it at that. Hope you guys enjoyed this season of The Mandalorian, as did we. And I hope you guys enjoyed listening to our breakdown of this season of The Mandalorian. If you did, if you did like what we're doing here, if you liked hearing us talk about walking on the roof or our decent cocktails. Rick's bossy wife. Or me winning in Guess Who. I'm having another game right now. (laughs) Then make sure you do subscribe and make sure you leave us a five-star review and make sure you tell your friends about it. Because again, we say this before, we like to keep doing this. The more people that listen, the more people, the more we can do this. You don't have to just tell your friends. You can tell anybody. Tell it, yeah. Just walking past people in the street. Hey, buddy, have you heard of this cool podcast called the Early Pop Culture Podcast? Mm -hmm. They'll think you're insane, but it'll help us. But they might listen. (laughs) There's a small chance that they'll take that recommendation. 2% chance. So if 100 (laughs) of you do it, that's two people that would just Exactly. And that helps. Every person listening helps. If a million people do it, you see? Imagine. Yeah. Possibilities are endless. Yeah, exactly. The hierarchy of power has shifted. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Also, make sure you jump onto our socials, like us on Facebook, like us on Instagram, the only pop culture pod. And if there's anything that you'd like us to cover, any feedback that you've got for us, any questions that you've got that you'd like to to ask us, the only pop culture podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up there. And I think that's it. I say this every week, but I, I, I go through this spiel. And I feel like I've forgotten something every single time. Pretty sure you did, man. All right, cool. Well, then we'll leave it at that. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye, Mum. Bye, Mum. Bye, Mum.